Welcome to Betrayal Recovery Radio, the official podcast of APSATS, the Association of Partners of Sex Addict Trauma Specialists, hosted by Dr. Jake Porter. APSATS is a nonprofit organization providing professional training and compassionate support to partners affected by problematic sexual behavior and betrayal trauma. In each episode, Dr. Jake guides a conversation of enlightening insights and practical tools to empower those affected by sex addiction and betrayal trauma to use their voices and live their values. The mission of Betrayal Recovery Radio is to offer hope to those in need of healing and growth to those moving through grief. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jake Porter. Welcome to another episode of Betrayal Recovery Radio. I am Dr. Jake Porter, your host, and I am really excited about the conversation I'm having today. I know I say that every week. Uh, it's true every week, but um, but but this one's particularly special to me. I'm going to be joined by three people who uh, I have partnered with in a new program for Betrayed Partners. Stacy Sadler, who was recently named a new trainer for APSAT's multidimensional partner trauma model training. Kathy Reynolds, a longtime APSAT's trained coach, partner coach. And also Cheryl Rogers, who is also APSAT's trained and has been working in the field of trauma therapy and working with betrayed partners for some time. And we're going to be talking about a brand new part program for betrayed partners called returning to you. It's the first of its kind that I know of, um, a, a retreat type setting, a week long with, um, deep, thorough, um, excellent clinically based trauma work balanced with rest and relaxation and restoration. And, uh, this conversation is really going to talk more broadly about, um, partner trauma, uh, framing it is as an issue of justice, looking at the development and the history in the field and and how we've arrived at this point, um, talking about different methodologies that are used, uh, that these different women use in their work with betrayed partners, and um, and much more. And so it's a wide-ranging conversation. We cover a lot of ground uh, with three excellent, excellent folks with lots of experience, extensive experience uh, in the realm of partner trauma. Uh, before we jump into that conversation, though, I do want to remind you of a few things coming up that APSATS is offering. APSATS, the Association of Partners of Sex Addicts Trauma Specialists, uh, is continually trying to advocate for partners and uh, provide education for professionals who support partners. Coming up on June 2nd, um, offered by Ray Galen Emerson, is a professional development offering alone in the aftermath using the multidimensional partner trauma model with survivors of betrayal-related divorce. This uh, Friday one-hour uh, webinar is going to be fantastic. You can go to APSATS website, appsats.org for that. And I also want to let you know that APSATS Keystone Cornerstone Foundational Training, the multidimensional partner trauma model training, is going to be offered again in June, June 6th through the 9th. Okay, live online via Zoom this summer, June 6th through 9th. Uh, this is a fabulous training, Tuesday through Friday of that week. Um, great trainers, uh, APSAT's brand new trainers that they've announced, Stacy Sadler and Kat Etherington. Um, and so if you are someone who wants to work with partners or you do work with betrayed partners and you have not yet taken this training, I cannot tell you, I cannot emphasize enough what a powerful and transformative educational experience this could be. So go to appsats.org, that's A-P-S-A-T-S dot O-R-G, check out that training. All right. Uh, again, I'm, I'm so excited to to let you in on this conversation that I had with Stacy, Cheryl, and Kathy to learn more about returning to you. Um, this brand new program we're offering one week a month, starting uh, this month actually, the month of May, uh, limited to eight women at a time. Um, it's an it's an all inclusive sort of program, so the cost of entry includes your your meals and your lodging and all the treatment. Um, and, and that sort of thing. You can go to daringventures.com slash returning to you, daringventures.com slash returning to you, or just go to daringventures.com. There's a big button right up front that says returning to you. 
the partner trauma program, and you can learn way more details about that. Okay. You're going to get a lot, whether you want to do that program or not, you're going to get a lot out of this really informative, insightful conversation with these three women uh, who are in the trenches working with betrayed partners. So it's my joy, my privilege to introduce to you, Stacy Sadler, Cheryl Rogers, and Kathy Reynolds. Hello, I'm Dr. Jake Porter, and I'm so excited to be having a conversation today with uh, three wonderful providers who work with Betrayed Partners, Kathy Reynolds, Stacy Sadler, and Cheryl Rogers. And uh, hello, ladies. Welcome. Thank you for making time. Hello. 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 Yeah. And uh, I want to start out and just give each of you an opportunity to introduce yourselves and me to introduce you. And I figured I'd do it in the order in which I met you. So, Kathy, I met you first in 2015, 14, 14. 13, 14. OK, 14. thank you. I knew it was somewhere 13, somewhere 14. in I think there. It's 14. OK, <laughs> uh, at the yeah. time, Kathy had just started coaching Betrayed Partners and I had just uh, gone through my CSET training and she found me locally. Um, and so, Kathy, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself, let others get to know you a little sure. bit. Sure. So um, thank you for the introduction, and I'm super excited to be here. So, yeah, I am Kathy Reynolds. I work uh, for Daring Ventures. I coach partners, uh, coach couples, and have a passion for supporting partners in in finding their way back to themselves after um, the impact of, of trauma and betrayal. Um, so love my work. I'm excited um, to do this work with you. So what else? What else do you want me to share about myself? I'm a certified professional coach. Right. Um, APSAT's trained. APSAT's um, trained. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Dr. Jake Porter trained. Um, so absolutely love my work. Awesome. Okay. So then next I met Stacy. Stacy, I met you at AppSets training. Is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that where? Not we sure of the year, but 15. Yeah. I think it was 15. Okay. 15. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we've collaborated on a lot of cases and worked together closely for a number of years. And then last year I snagged you brought you on to the Daring Ventures team as our chief clinical officer. Um, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself, Stacey? Yes, and life has been very exciting ever since. But yes, I'm the chief clinical officer for Daring Ventures, so I get the opportunity to teach and help raise up a team that is passionate about treating sex addiction and betrayal trauma. And I've never seen such um, devoted, passionate people about helping their clients. And so I'm thrilled about that. I've worked with um, betrayed partners for years and years and then also work with couples, but um, love both. Um, but I'm a huge partner advocate. So um, it it applies with everything that we do. I speak at the restore conference for new life and um, help women find their voice or figure out they're not crazy from betrayal um, and love the work. Just like Kathy says, you can't be in this work without loving it. That's exactly right. Thank you. And you just had a book come out last year. Oh yeah. That it happens to be right here too. I didn't plan oh, that, but just so yes, happens. because I really, I was sitting on my coffee table. Um, you kind of have them laying around, but uh, understanding and loving your child as a single parent. Um, unfortunately, that's my story is that my story ended in divorce, but um, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately ended up not having to be a tragedy. So I co-wrote this book with Steve Arterburn about how to move forward after divorce and parenting your kids. All right. And then Cheryl, I met you in 2018 at an EMDR training That's, that you were right. uh, helping to staff. And, um, and Cheryl actually quickly became like one of my top uh, referrals that, that I'd send 
I've sent family, I've sent friends. Uh, I just really have great respect for Cheryl as a, uh, as a clinician and heard great things about her work. And, um, and so excited that I get to work with her now. Cheryl, you want to take a minute and introduce yourself as well? Sure. And thank you so much, Jake. It's, uh, it's really, uh, I'm honored to, to serve alongside you guys and work with you guys. And, um, it's just, you know, I, it's opened up a door for me that, you know, I can't really express my, my excitement. Um, I've been working with, uh, individuals and couples, uh, for, for years. I've worked with uh, betrayed partners since 2007 and, uh, and individuals with trauma. And I am an EMDR um, clinician and an approved consultant and trainer. So I do enjoy the work and like Stacy said, I'm passionate about helping uh, betrayed partners. Uh, that has been uh, one thing that I have done over the years and uh, have just um, just passionate about helping, helping them find themselves. And that is somewhat uh, covered up when they're in a yeah. marriage or when they're with relationships, uh, where there is betrayal. So, um, anyway, excited to be on the team. Yes. An all-star team. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. So I wanted to start by just having a conversation about, um, sort of the evolution of, of the treatment of betrayal trauma and, um, the way I usually sort of talk about the big picture, like the 30,000 foot view is, um, I always start by saying, you know, just because someone didn't know better at the beginning um, doesn't mean they weren't useful and helpful. And I think back to some of the um, people who really stuck their neck out there 40 years ago. 40 years ago is when mm -hmm. Out of the Shadows came out by Patrick Carnes. Mm -hmm. And um, while we would all agree that not everything in his model is accurate, especially as it pertains to betrayed partners. Um, he was really sticking his neck out there and he took a lot of heat for a lot of years and, and, uh, but it was a very addict centered approach. And then in the mid two thousands, uh, Barbara Steffens with her research, uh, that she did for her PhD, that's when it was like a bomb went off in the field and we realized there's another way to understand what is happening with betrayed partners. And uh, after that, APSATS was created and that sort of thing. And so, and so there's been a, a very significant movement over the last several years. And I just want to throw that out. What, what have you all seen in terms of movement and change? Where do you see things sit right now? And um, Kathy, mm -hmm. you gave me permission uh, before we started recording uh, you've got some personal experience with this. You want to begin by talking about oh, some of that? Sure. Absolutely. I am, um, first of all, just Barb Steffens is one of my personal heroes. I'm so grateful, you know, for the work that, that she's done for partners and grateful that the inception of APSATS was, um, you know, right just, I think, a year before my own personal uh, discovery. So at um, discovery, I immediately had learned about betrayal trauma and so grateful um, that from the beginning, I received the right help. Um, you know, my personal story, I'll try not to get too long winded with it, but you know, 20 years in a marriage that I had no idea. There were no red flags. There were no signs that led led me to ever believe that there was um, any sort of sexual acting out. Um, so it it annihilated me completely and changed who I was as a person. Mm. Um, and because of the trauma model and the work of Barbara Steffens and the, the clinicians that she had trained up at that point, I was really able to get the right support and help for myself. Um, get back to um, who I wanted to be um, because I really was not the person that I, I was intended to be prior to um, this overarching um, addiction in, in my husband's case uh, really tainted everything in our life. So for me, it was the beginning of, of a whole new life. 
Um, wow. You know, so and I, I attribute that to the the tools that I learned, the support that I received, um, learning about myself, Jake, everything I've learned from him. Um, so I'm so grateful. I I am one of those people and partners will often look at me like my head is spinning that <laughs> I can look back today and be just grateful for. Yeah everything that I've been through mm -hmm. because it's got me mm -hmm. to where I am today. And I would not be there if it was not for, um, this model and the, the, the advancement of, um, partner trauma and treatment of it. Now I did have some experiences early on, um, in my efforts to find help that were not helpful, that did not, um, adhere or understand, I guess, uh, the partner trauma model. And um, because I was educated about it, I knew that was not a safe provider for me. So I was able to let that person go and move on to someone who find the right help for me. And thankfully I did that. Yeah. So um, I hope that answered your question, Jake. And yeah. one other little caveat to my story sure. is um, because of my understanding of trauma and addiction and boundaries and all of the things that encompass um, what we, what we now, you know, teach to our clients. Um, I, my husband and I divorced because he, he wasn't showing up. He wasn't doing the work. Um, thankfully he did finally come around and we were able to remarry, but that's a really long story. And I'm sure little bits and pieces <laughs> of that'll come out. And if you're, you know, if you're one of the, the people who are going to get to come to the retreat, you'll hear all about my story. Probably more yes. than you want to know. <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Stacy and Cheryl, how about you yeah. guys? What have y'all seen in terms of sort of a, the shift or the change that the understanding of a trail trauma has brought to the field? Well, for me, I, you know, have a similar story to Kathy's is that um, I was going through this personally and I had been treated with a codependency model and, um, you know, went to Al-Anon and basically it's work your side of the street and don't pay attention to him and don't ask any questions about his side of the street. Now, granted, I needed to do that. But when I, I was leading codependency groups as a therapist and when they mentioned to me, hey, have you heard about this new trauma model? I was like, no. And while I still knew that I was codependent at heart, when I went to this trauma model training, I just drank it in, drank it in because it was so, it was so validating that it really did impact my life. It really did shatter my life. I was reading journals last night talking about betrayal back in 20, I don't even know, 14, 15, you know, before I was even really introduced to APSAT's model saying, I just feel so betrayed course, that other program was telling me, you know, look at your side of the street, quit focusing on him. But you know what, when you get married, you are bound to that other person and it affects you when they lie to you, yeah. and when they cheat on you and when they <clears throat> uh, do all the things that addicts do. And so for me, it was so validating that I just, I just soaked it in hook, line and sinker. So loved it from the beginning. Yeah. And look at you now. Absess sure. just hired you to be a new trainer. Uh, actually, as Barbara Stephens is sort of stepping yes. away from that role. I mean, big, big shoes, shoes to, fill. to fill. No pressure. No pressure. Right. But um, yeah, no pressure. You, but but absolutely. <laughs> it's just like like Kathy said. And, and it's crazy when I hear clients say this. They I say I am so grateful for what I've learned and I would do it all over again to be where I am today because the people that are helped by my story for the people that know, I get it, you know, and, and actually see hope, you know, my story ended in divorce, but I did, I, th I thrived even though my story ended that way. So I think APSATS has a way and this new trauma model of, of helping women see that no matter how their story ends, they can find themselves again. They can find their voice. Their life doesn't have to end with addiction, sex addiction. That's right. 
Cheryl, anything you'd add? What what have you seen in terms of any shifts or changes in the field and the understanding of betrayal? Yeah, I um, I think the biggest thing I would say is I am taking uh, the AppSets training and fairly new to this, although have been following this model for uh, for years. And so I think the biggest thing I would say about about the model is that in the training, just realizing kind of Stacy said, it brings to light just a new perspective and very much support uh, betrayed partners in their own identity and and helping them find the tools to thrive. And, and I agree with Stacy, being able to thrive in the midst of it is something that is, you know, one of my desires and passions uh, for the women and, and the partners that I work with is to help them find their own identity in the midst of this. And whether it's uh, support tools, uh, boundaries, whatever that is, but really to, to allow them to thrive in the midst of it, not just waiting for, um, wait for everything to progress, but to really find themselves in the midst of it and who, who they were created to be. So uh, I'll just mm. share that little piece with you guys. That's good. That's really good. I love that in the midst of it, not, not waiting around uh, mm -hmm. for healing to come later. And, you know, as, um, as I've thought about and, and been a witness to uh, so many partners and their work, it was it really became something that was heavy on my heart. Um, uh, let's see, probably closer to two years ago now, um, I began to see and understand a little different like facet or angle or uh, way of looking at, at betrayal trauma. Um, and that's that's as a matter of justice, because here's what I've seen. And I bet every one of you can vouch for this, speak to this. You've all seen it as well. What typically happens uh, or has happened in the past is and I'm going to use he as the one who did the betrayal or has the addiction. And she I know it can be the other way around, but most of the time this is what we see um, after the discovery of betrayal. So often what happens is the one with the addiction or the one who did the betrayal gets the bulk of the resources and the focus in terms of treatment. And if there's anything left, then the betrayed partner gets something for herself. Um, and I've seen it happen, you know, and this is, this is really like at almost any scale, I, people with little and people with a lot. Uh, it just seems to be a, a huge imbalance and, and it's a matter of justice because betrayal itself, intimate betrayal itself is an injustice, right? If I'm withholding, but if I have secret betrayal and I'm withholding your reality, I am unjustly taking from you choices. And so, um, I, I think that what, what we're trying to do here, what all betrayal partner, uh, betrayed partner providers are trying to do is right this this wrong and i guess i guess now especially as i work with couples particularly i'm seeing the long-term effects of a betrayed partner not getting the treatment she deserves mm -hmm. to the point that even you know the the one who did the betrayal may be getting better but because of the trauma the partner is still left in the past. So I'm just kind of throwing that out uh, to y'all. Any thoughts or comments on that? Stacy? I see you nodding mm. quite fervently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I have had so many wives that have come to get their disclosure and get through that crisis point, but then back off of therapy because it's too expensive, because he's got a group and he's got individual therapy or he maybe goes to inpatient or maybe he gets neurofeedback. And then she comes back to me and she goes, oh my gosh, he went away. He went to inpatient. He's doing great and I'm stuck. And it's because she didn't do her work. And I don't say I told you so because I'm not mean like that. But the truth is we do. It happens to us whether we stay in the relationship or don't. And we need the treatment that's there. And and it shows after a while, if not. So absolutely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Stacy, I'm sorry, Kathy or Cheryl, anything you want to add? 
Well, I will. I think one of the, um, I guess I think all betrayed partners go through that moment of shock and not really knowing what to do, um, what help they need. You know, I remember early on when, when I would, I was asked, well, what do you need? I would get really frustrated. I don't know what I need. I've never been here before. How am I supposed to know what I need? So I, I feel like um, what was a a game changer personally for me um, is when I recognize that if I'm if he's the problem, and in my mind because he's the problem, he's the solution. That is completely disempowering to me, mm. and I have absolutely no control over my own life if the solution to that is fully on him. And I think of the analogy of um, being in a car accident. If he's driving the car and he's under the influence and he crashes it and we roll and I'm thrown and I'm injured, is he responsible? 100%. But do I decline medical treatment because it was his fault, not mine? That just does not make good sense. So if you look at it from those lenses, it makes perfect sense that you're impacted. You not only need support, you you deserve it because you didn't ask for this. And to me, when you take control of your own healing, you are empowered to make decisions for your life that are in your best interest and the, and the best interest of your marriage, your family. If, if you have yeah. a family, you have children. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's imperative that partners get get the support that they need. And yes, to your point, Jake, I do think that they get what's left over. And it's not fair. And it's it's frustrating for me. That's one of the reasons why I really like to do couples work now. Because at least if you're doing couples work, you can still have some support for the partner. So uh, when I'm working with them, I tell them, okay, if it's not possible for him to get the support and you to get the support and y'all to get the support, um, then please do at least do some couples work so that you can be supported in some right. way. Right. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and I think I would probably uh, just kind of share with Stacy, um, just agreeing with her, what I hear in session a lot. And it's very much like that is when the resources begin to dry up um, the partner, the betrayed partner uh, typically, um, you know, um, steps away for a time, time being. And I think part of my job as a clinician is to encourage that, encourage them to, um, to continue on, to encourage them to come back when they can. Um, because I do think it's important that the process that they're both going through, she really needs that. She really needs the support. She really needs tools, um, and accountability. And if not, even just the groups. Uh, to help her. So, um, uh, so just it's, you know, advocating for them is, is one of the things and encouraging them is one of the things I, I feel like that is one of my gifts. Absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I was one of the things I've been saying in some conversations recently is, you know, if you're, if you're a, a, a man out there listening to this, and you're, in this boat, right, where you're getting most of the treatment, uh, but you're the one who did the betraying and your partner is in her betrayal trauma and um, floundering, you know, just just treading water, you know, waiting, hoping um, just to be put it quite clearly, man up. OK, get an extra job, take money out of your uh, IRA. Uh, borrow, you know, from your 401k, go humble yourself, ask your parents, um, what, what is it going to take? Cause this is a matter of justice and it's what's best for you too. If you're wanting the relationship to work, get yes. your betrayed, traumatized partner, good treatment. And it's not going to be cheap because that's, th that's the reality of the world, you know, uh, that we live in. Right. So, yep. so step up, yes. make it happen. And, and doing Absolutely. that is going to demonstrate to your partner something about 
your outlook and your values and your prioritization of her and the relationship. So that's just a gentle challenge uh, to any listeners out there. Um, I like yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, why not? So I want to talk a little, Oh, go, go ahead, Stacey. Go ahead. I said, why not? There's two boats. Oh, oh you were yeah. saying in the boat, yeah. if it's a boat you're in, I'm like, there's oh, another boat over here. Go. She's in the boat too. Don't leave her out to sea stranded. I'm like, that'll preach, you know, because there it's true. Go. And, and I think in the beginning, Jake, in all fairness, these guys don't know the impact. They don't know. Of Women course. say, I'm not of safe course. with you. They go, what's safe? I'm not a, I'm not yeah. a rapist. Yeah. I'm not an attacker. And they have no yeah. idea about emotional safety. And that's our job is to educate them on partner trauma and what the impact is to the partners and how those shattered vows affect everything about uh, how the, the partner is functioning. And so once we educate them and they do know that they're not in the boat alone, there is another boat and it is being affected, not to mention the children as well, then they can turn around and give the restitution and, and bring justice in those ways. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's so. Can well I said. add a little caveat yeah, Sure. To, you, to your call of action that I so appreciate, Jake, I do want to add a little note of encouragement is, um, if you offer this gift to your partner, um, give it as a gift, not you really need to do this because you're thank you. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Offer it to her um, as as a as a as a way of restitution, because I have done yes. this to you. You deserve to have this support mm. and help. Thank you. Yep. Well Those said. words will go a long way. Well yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And Stacey, can I just, I'm just going to jump you know, in here because I, Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jill. I was just going to say just, you know, because I do work with couples, I just try to encourage couples as I work with them that we want to create a healthy whole. And as mm. for the betrayed partner, she can't bring that whole to the marriage unless she has gotten the help that she needs and the support mm-hmm. that she needs. And so if he's the only one getting it, then we can't really have a healthy whole, which is so important just in the marriage. Uh, and so that's another reason why I encourage uh, betrayed partners to get the help they need so that she can bring that all of herself, right? Not the, mm. not uh, the, that the hurting self, right? But she can bring her whole right. self to that, to the partnership. Oh, that is so, so well said. I'm going to probably steal that Cheryl. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and it actually does uh, lead right into what I was thinking about us talking about next, which, you know, the program that we're all partnering on is called Returning to You. And the, that just the name of it implies that through the experience of betrayal trauma, there's a loss of self. Um, Stacy, you mentioned a moment ago that we as as professionals, part of our job is to educate about the effects of betrayal as a trauma. Um, so let's take a minute and and do that. I mean, probably anyone listening to this is is pretty much sold on uh, on the the theory that betrayal is traumatic. But just in case, um, what does what have you seen betrayal trauma do to women, particularly in terms of their relationship to themselves? And anybody can take that first. Well, I think the biggest thing is losing a sense of believing your gut, trusting your gut. Um, With EMDR, one of the biggest beliefs that I think every partner has to walk through is I'm stupid. Like, how could I not have known? And it's that sense of like how I can't trust myself. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't see it. And so you're, you're, you're walking around in this fog of self-doubt. You know, if I didn't see that, then what else do I not know? And, and along with that is a helpless, powerless feeling of just being frozen. Like this thing was happening to me. He was living a double life over here and I had no idea about it. So if that's true, then I've lost myself. And that's when the ground starts to shake and you lose a sense of safety. If I don't know who I am and I don't know what I know and what I don't know, I start feeling crazy and I start losing my sense of self. 
and and then everything gets questioned and that's why we talk about it being a shattered world everything i knew got shattered into a million pieces and yet i'm having to go on and do life every day these women are having to pick up the kids and clean the house and do their job and go to church and go to Bible study and all this. But yet the reality of their worlds has shifted so much. And so they're not fully being them. Like Cheryl was saying, being fully a, a whole a person, they feel like a shell of a person just going through the motions. And we have to help restore that back and show them um, who they are, hold up a mirror and show them who they are and what's not been lost from betrayal. And I like to say, when we think about returning to you, it's like, I found, I not only returned to myself, I returned to a much better version of myself. Like, mm, you know, absolutely. the growth was exponential. I went back and did family of origin work. Not everybody needs to, but I did. And I became a much better version of myself than I had ever been before. And that's why I consider it a blessing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Kathy I Cheryl. feel a fire in my belly when I hear you share, Stacey, because <laughs> what comes to mind for me is a, it's a complete loss of identity mm -hmm. um, because you who you are as as a wife, who you are as a mother, who you are in your community, everything. When when, when we hear partners, all of them, I, I have yet to meet a partner who has not said it's all been a lie. So their, their whole life feels like it's been a lie. So their identity is totally wrapped up in that and they lose it. So like, like you, the, the identity that I claimed of who I am is so much more than who I was before. So it's a gift for me. It is something when, when we talk about returning to you, I am with you on that. The, the one thing I gained that nobody and nothing can ever take away from me is who I am. I can look mm. in the mirror every day, feel good about myself, proud of who I am, hold my head up high. I don't walk around carrying the shame that I did for so long that mm. was put on me by this addiction. So that's one of my, um, one of the things I love most about this work is just being able to help partners to get back the identity of who they want to be, not who they are in light of the betrayal. I mean, that's, we have to talk about that, but who do you want to be? Because it mm. does not have to define you. So I get, I get fired up when I talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Anything you'd add, Cheryl? Yeah, I, th I think that I work with my clients a lot on identity because I think that is such a rich part of worthiness that we all should carry. And especially with betrayed partners, I think they struggle with feeling worthy. And because, mm -hmm. like you said, Stacey, they're in the same boat. And so if the boat's going down and I think part of the work I do and the encouragement I have uh, and even with EMDR, helping them find, get reacquainted with their identity and who they are so they can begin to trust themselves and their choices. And I think that's mm -hmm. something that, you know, empowering them that they do have a choice and for choice for their own healing, choice for, you know, how they see themselves. And so part of the work I do with my clients is to help them reacquaint them so they can trust that again. And maybe that's been years and maybe this process as they've been through with their spouses has been years. And so going Going back to the point where they did trust themselves and helping them find that and then uh, and then grow and expand on that. And so, uh, yes, I, I love I love this. Oh, thank you. And Cheryl, you, you just mentioned EMDR. You're uh, you've, you're extensively trained in that. Stacy is, too. Um, a lot of people have heard of EMDR at this point, but there are still some who haven't. Can you give, I mean, I know we could have a whole conversation about where I'm about to go, but can you just give a, a quick explanation of what EMDR is, Cheryl, for anyone who doesn't know? Sure. Sure. Uh, EMDR stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, and which is a long word that uh, is really about helping, uh, helping folks process trauma. And so when we look at trauma, uh, then we're looking at very much uh, how it affects the brain and how the brain sees their life. And Stacy used uh, the shattered world and how they see it shattered. And that's very much 
um, a, a trauma. And so when we do EMDR, it's a type of therapy that we do that helps unlock that, the, the body's own, um, what, what I would say is their natural way of healing, the brain as it heals naturally. Um, the brain desires to heal. And so we just step along beside uh, the client and help them find the solutions to, uh, to this, to unlock the trauma that's within. So trauma is, um, I don't know how much you want me to go into this, but trauma is unprocessed memories. They're frozen in time. And so uh, let's say the discovery or, you know, the disclosure, what, whatever it is. Um, so those are locked. They're frozen memories. And so with the help of EMDR, we can uh, kind of uh, help unlock that and help the client process through that to become to uh, a place of resolution. So it's very much needed for the betrayed partner. Beautifully said. And then I also, before I pitch mm -hmm. it to someone else, you also have more recently been trained in brain spotting and in a separate conversation, you were That's correct. sharing a little bit about some of the uh, amazing results you're seeing with brain spotting. Can you talk for just a minute about that mm -hmm. as well? Sure. Um, um, yeah, brain spotting is also working in the um, subcortical levels of the brain. I don't want to go too much into uh, to, to brain talk, but I'm pretty, you know, a nerd about it. So I'll, I'll just put it in terms <laughs> of the same thing about about trauma being locked in the brain is that brain spotting is a technique that we use that was actually discovered um, as an, an EMDR therapist. Uh, David Graham discovered it. And what he found was that where we look, the gaze that we have where we look affects how we feel. And so with, with trauma being locked in the brain, um, so where we look opens the, opens the, the brain to be able to process that. Um, and so it is around our gaze. It's um, finding a point at which that trauma is locked and it's unlocking that. Again, working with the, the brain and the body's natural way of processing through uh, a trauma. And so it has been very successful. I know less about it than I know about EMDR. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, yet, but I love it. It works. I've had so much success using uh, brain spotting. And so um, it's just another option that we can use. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I actually just, so I, yeah, I get to say this. I'm not breaking any sort of HIPAA regulations. I have a friend who I referred to Cheryl and I'll just say Cheryl has done some, some brain spotting with this particular friend of mine and um, they have shared with me the results and I was just amazed. I was just absolutely thrilled. Mm -hmm. So, um, and Stacy, now you also, in addition to EMDR, you do something called ETT. Can you spend just mm -hmm. a minute uh, sort of giving folks a quick intro to that? Sure. Um, it's called emotional transformation therapy. And we find that certain colors evoke certain emotions and certain emotions respond to color in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so um, this is really helpful with intrusive thoughts, which we know partners have a lot of things they just can't get out of their mind, um, images and pictures and things that were said that their uh, betrayed, uh, betraying partner has told them or that they've seen or that they heard in disclosure. And we find that it's really helpful um, to uh, help those intrusive thoughts um, have take up less and less brain space. So love, yeah. love, love that. I usually use um, EMDR early on for a lot of um, stabilization um, partners come in in the beginning and I'm getting them ready for disclosure. So the first few phases of EMDR are about safety and stabilizing. It's all about boundaries. It's all about calming the nervous system. It's about grounding. It's about breathing. It's about finding safety, emotional safety within yourself, which every partner needs because they're, um, you know, they're dysregulated. They're coming in, don't not having much room to have something bad happen in their lives because they're already up here, you know, feeling um, high disturbance because um, they're hyper aroused or maybe hypo aroused. But we work on getting that nervous system back to a functioning state. 
Um, so I use whichever tool works for the client at the time. Awesome. And Kathy, you've been doing Betrayed Partner groups since I met you. I mean, you were doing a group um, mm -hmm. all the way back in 2014 and continue that. And that's going to be your role at uh, the Returning to You program. Can you maybe say uh, just a bit about how important connection community uh, that group piece is for Betrayed Partners? Oh, yes. I love group. Healing happens for betrayed partners in the context of a healthy, safe group. Um, I think just sitting in a circle with other women who get you, um, you don't mm -hmm. feel alone. And that's one of the things you feel the most at discovery is completely alone. So having um, your, your, your sisters, because they very quickly become like your sisters surrounding you, um, just being in it with you, receiving the validation, the empathy, the encouragement from them. Um, it just gets you through the day, knowing that you have created bonds with women that you know you can call on um, when you need someone to talk to. Because the reality of it is, is um, oftentimes we want our, you know, the betraying partner, our, our husband, I'll say husband, to be the person to give that validation and empathy to us. And um, most of the time they don't have the capacity or the skill set to be able to do that. And so it's imperative for our healing that we receive that. So I, um, to me, that's the most important part of group is just not being alone. And having oh, thank you. So I'm excited about um, the groups and returning to you because I want to just infuse as many resources and tools as I can to basically give them a roadmap um, mm -hmm. that they can follow um, to help them in their everyday life. You know, that's what I, I love about therapy and EMDR and EPT and brain spotting and doing that deeper work. And I feel like the, the combination of that with group um, is a really powerful healing tool for partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my groups, I'll say this one more thing. Yeah. Um, some of the groups that, you know, I've had together for years and years and years, those girls are tight. They've oh, gone yeah. through, you know, divorces, remarriages to the same person, children mm -hmm. getting married. For, I mean, they, they share life together. Yeah. So it's a part of rebuilding your new life is, is creating um, those new relationships. Yeah. So well said. And um, I, I know we're, we're bumping up against our, our time um, together for this conversation. I, I just want to want to say, you know, even as I just hear the three of you ladies talking, uh, it just reinforces in my mind um, what a great team this is and what an opportunity this program will be um, for betrayed partners. And, and, I guess the last thing I want to say is that I know we've been talking about a lot of therapy and groups and all that, but something all of us would agree upon is the need for rest for betrayed partners. I love, uh, I love hearing, uh, each of you talk about this deep and important, meaningful work, the deep trauma work and all this. But one of the things that I know we all agree betrayed partners need is rest. Um, so often their nervous systems are under such threat. They are stuck. They are living in a hyper arousal, right? Like a hyper vigilance and the wear and tear, the exhaustion on the nervous system is so, uh, massive. And so I know another vision for this experience for partners is that it be a place of rest, a, a place of refuge and, and relaxation even. And so this beautiful setting, this, you know, beautiful home and plenty of time for them to go fishing in the river or do some art therapy or just listen to some music or sit outside in the sun or journal or, or whatever it is. Um, and so I think, I think there's such a powerful opportunity here for such balance between this deep, meaningful trauma work and this time to to relax <laughs> and and maybe be restored a, a bit 
Um, Stacy, you serve as the program director. You want to say a little bit more about the Returning to You program and what people might do if they're interested? Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, you can go to our website, daringventures.com, and click on the link for Returning to You, and you fill out an, um, a little application that's very, very quick. And you have a quick application interview with me for 20 minutes. And then we go into a deeper process with assessments and a clinical interview that will help answer any questions you have or that I might have about whether this is for you. And we start developing a little bit of a treatment plan to say, hey, what is it I would work on there at the retreat? And it's anything from grieving to self-care to working through an issue to getting past a stuck point to um, moving forward with connection with your spouse, everything divorced, single, still married, in the thick of it, it fits just about everybody. I, I think that's so crucial too. And that was one of my, one of my goals as we first started talking about designing this program is that it would be small enough and flexible enough to meet the needs of each participant where they are. It's not a cookie cutter, one size fits right. all boxed approach. They're going to get really customized care, which is why we have a, a little bit of an uh, extensive intake process. But it's really to make sure that they get what they need. So, uh, Cheryl, Kathy, That's anything right. else you want to add before we wrap up? I can't think of anything to add to that. I'm just really excited to meet all of the women who are going to be coming through um, this incredible program. It's going to be mm. um it's going to be like nothing that they have experienced. That's right. I, I would just add to that, just the, the right. environment, the house, uh, all of even the property and the grounds is just beautiful. And so in going mm. out there, just kind of drawing on, like you said, uh, Jake, the rest and relaxation. And I think that this one thing, if you're considering coming is to come for yourself and what you need to draw from this. Is it rest? Is it relaxation? Um, we really, you know, tailored this with you in mind. And so I want you to, you know, step into that. And just like I said, the relaxation of just being there is you're, you're going to be unhooking is what I'm going to say. And so mm. you deserve this. You are worthy for this. You're worth it. That's you right. You are worth it. So anyway, yes. we hope that you would uh, consider it. So That's right. Thank you so much, ladies. I so appreciate you and can't wait to uh, see all the wonderful results uh, from the work you do together. Thanks. You've been listening to Betrayal Recovery Radio, the official podcast of AppSAS. If you've received help or hope from this episode, I encourage you to share it with someone you know. If you've not yet done so, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Jake Porter, and you can always email me directly at jake at appsats.org. I'd love to hear your ideas, questions, or comments about the show. Until next time, keep choosing to use your voice and live your values. It's good for you and for this world.